everybody. Welcome back to the Natch 20 Review. We are Final Show Films. I'm your executive producer here at Final Show Films in Stockton, also known as John. And with me today is Unix. Known as Austin. And Pookie. Known as Holly. And Otter. Known as Katie. All right. Uh, and today we're talking about Exploding Kittens, a Kickstarter game from 2015 created by Ellen Lee, Matthew Inman, and Shane Small. The only reason I know that's because I'm the back of the box. Um, Exploding Kittens made Kickstarter history in early 2015 when over 219,000 people backed the project. I think that's now out of date because I think now there have been bigger Kickstarter successes. But, um, I mean, it still would have made history by the time. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. Uh, the game is a highly strategic, kitty-powered version of Russian roulette. Players draw cards until someone draws an exploding kitten, at which point they explode, they are dead, and they are out of the game. Unless their player has a diffuse card, which can diffuse the kitten using things like laser pointers, belly rubs, and catnip, sandwich, catnip sandwiches. All the other cards in the deck are used to move, mitigate, and avoid the exploding kittens. It's recommended for ages 7 and up, 2 to 5 players. It takes about 2 minutes to learn, 15 minutes to play. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to paraphrase the only bit of review uh, quote that they have on the back of the box uh, from CNN, the most eligible of game reviewers. It's like Uno, but lol random. Uh, which That's is, not much of a paraphrase either. Uh, no, it's not. It's it's not much of a paraphrase, but it is a paraphrase. Uh, so the game is played with a collection of cards. Let me look. Let me, Fifty-six the, total cards. Fifty-six total cards. How many of which are what? Let's see. There's six diffuse cards. There are five exploding kittens, but you don't. Or four exploding kittens, but you don't play with all of them. There are uh, five see the future, which lets you look at the top few cards of the deck, and then there's four each of the attack, which let which Skip's your turn and make the next person take two, which let make them draw more cards. Uh, skip, which skips your turn. Uh, favor. Favor, which uh, makes someone give you a card. Shuffle, which shuffles the deck. And Nope, which negates the card. And then there's uh, four each of five random no-text cards that if you have two of them, lets you steal a card at random from somebody, and if you have three of them, lets you go fish someone, basically, by naming a card. And if they have it, they have to give it to you. Also, uh, if you have five different cards, if you have five cards that have different icons in the corners, basically a grip full of everything different, uh, you can go to the discard pile and pick out a single card that you like. You can trade five cards for one, and if anyone's played Magic, you know that that's value. Uh, no, you don't. Oh, sorry, if you play, if you play them in a row, it's not. So it's not trading. It's you. You play five cards, and if you play five different cards. Then you can well, go to the discard pile and get another one. No, no. It, it, it is trading because that, that when they say play, they mean play as in put in the discard pile because they're talking about the, the Texas yeah. cards. Yeah. Anyways. So. so the game is played in turns. Uh, each each person takes their turn going going in uh, clockwise order uh, from the first player, playing cards from your hand. You can play as many cards as you, as you want to play out of your hand, uh, and you have no hand limit uh, either in either positive or negative terms. Uh, then at the end of your turn... You draw a card, unless you've played a card that specifically says to not to to end your turn now and don't draw a card. Things like the skip and the attack cards. Um, and then, so yeah, then you draw a card. And if you draw the exploding kitten, you lose, unless you've got a diffuse card, which everyone starts with, uh, in which case you don't lose. Uh, you you shut you discard the diffuse card. You shuffle the exploding kitten back into the deck. You don't shuffle it. You put it back wherever oh, you want it. You put the exploding kitten back wherever you want it to be. That's correct. Um, uh, and which which has an interesting sort of mechanic to it, but um, that's pretty much the game. There's not much more to it, play-wise. So let's talk about first impressions, starting with Austin. 
Uh, so first impression, I'm not sure what I expected, but it wasn't what it was. Um, I guess the most accurate description was it said, it said strategic Russian roulette. There's a lot more Russian roulette than there is strategy, though. Um, I feel like it's a deck manipulation game with very few ways to actually manipulate the deck. It, yeah, like most of the ways you have to manipulate are manipulating other players, not the deck. Yeah, and it, like there's only five cards in a 56-card deck that actually lets you see what's coming up, and without that information, shuff, like other cards like the shuffle or the skip really don't mean much to you, so... Well, shuffle has other meaning, so we'll get to that later. Yeah, the, the, the problem, it's... My first impression was, this is supposed to be a deck manipulation game, but I don't have the tools for it to be a deck manipulation game. My other first impression was, this is weird art and yep. weird design. Yep. Holly? It's a really weird game. Um, <laughs> I, I was expecting something completely different. Like, y yes, weird, but not this kind of weird. Um... Not high college yes. party weird. No, it's someone, you know, stayed up all night doing drugs and making this game. Or else it could just be, you know, incredible sleep deprivation, but that's almost like being on drugs. Yeah. So I mean, it could just be both. Um, it's just weird. That's, that's all I have to say right now. Katie. Okay, well... I, the first impression I got, like, when I heard the name, I'm like, I just like that name. Not because, you know, back off me, PETA, not because I want to cause harm to animals. I like kittens, I like cats, I like animals. But just, just the... It's, it's very striking. Just the, this picture of an exploding kitten just kind of makes you go, huh. Um... The, uh, having actually seen the game, I, it's definitely a particular, uh, sense of humor. It's definitely a particular art style. Um, and I think some of them are cute. Some of them, I agree, are downright strange. But some of them, you know, some of them are cute-ish. So, that's uh -huh. my first impression. For me, it looked like, oh, the folks at Behemoth made a card game. Although none of these people, none of the people that uh, created this game work at Behemoth, but the, the art style and the sort of the the style of humor is very very much reminds me of the folks at Behemoth Games, the people behind Castle Crashers and and a variety of other uh, of silly you know silly intentionally silly and wacky out there uh, video games. Um, the 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 only real difference between them and Behemoth, as far as I can tell, is that Behemoth has a cohesive sense of humor behind their stuff where everything leads to a well-told joke that has a point. Uh, whereas in this, everything is just lowering. Mm -hmm. um, there's not like, there's like everything revolves around cats, but that's as about, about as cohesive as no, it is. No, not everything and, revolves and not, around cats. Yeah, not even. Yeah. That's what they say. Not even then, not everything the revolves unicorn around cats. Unicorn enchilada. There are, there's the unicorn unicorns and crab walking with crabs. Did fact, you say enchilada? I no. said enchilada. Uh, most of, in fact, most like of the cards. Like there are rabbits in there? In fact, the only cat cards are the are the textless cards, the diffuse cards, and the um the exploding cards. All of like the deck manipulation cards are non cats. I think some of them are, but it regardless, there's it's it's again it's just sort of low random. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's weird. Not weird in a offensive way, just weird in a, I don't know what the it's, it's objective was. It's weird to be weird. Yeah. It's, a, it's That's a and incidentally it. funny. The best way to describe it is well written. Uh, Alright, so uh, things we liked about the game. Awesome. Things I liked? Um, okay. Well, I like the idea of the game. I like the idea of a game where you are all drawing from a single deck and it's manipulating and playing with and running the numbers of how likely is this to happen? You know, when do I use my cards? It's an interesting element. The more you use cards to skip draws, the fewer cards you have to manipulate the deck. So there's a lot of strategy in that. You know, when do I skip? When do I risk drawing a card? You know, do I hoard for later in the game when there's fewer cards to draw, etc., etc. Okay. Holly? It sounds like it should be a good game. <laughs> and, uh... I mean, I, I like some I like some of the cards. It was a good concept. I have more to say on this later. Okay. Somehow I have the feeling that this really is not going to be a very quick review now, is it? Um, I again, I like the name. I think I think that's a great advertising thing. It definitely grabs people's attention. You know. Yeah. Exploding kittens definitely grabs people's attention. Yeah. Um. I, you know, again, some of the cards are cute. Um, I like, um, there was some, I, I was there, there was something. I like the fact that with the, um, if you, if you nope or diffuse a, um, uh, no, if you defuse an exploding kitten card, you get to put it back wherever, because most most play you know is either okay you know put it you know split the deck and put it in the middle or put it at the bottom of the pile or something. It's like, no, you get to put whatever wants. So if I really wanted to screw over the next person that had to draw a card, you know in this case it would have been Holly, you know I could have. Or I you did. can play mind games and be like, I'm going to put this like third so that the next three people skip and then I draw the card and I'm like I'm fine. Yeah, so it's like they're like I kind of like that little bit of deviousness there. I haven't I haven't really uh, come across that before. So I mean I like that part of it. Um, and I'll explain more when I get to the other part because my role is very limited. Um, so I like I, I I like the manipulation aspect of the game. The only problem is that it's not deck manipulation; it's hand manipulation, other people's hands. Like, I do like the idea of using your cards to force other people to draw or to, like, uh, to using these, like, the combination of the cards. Where, like, you use a see, a see the Future card to look at the top three cards, you know there's an exploding kitten in, like, the second card. So then you go, okay, well, I'm going to shuffle the deck um, so that I don't have to draw it. Or I'm going to use attack so that not only do I not draw, but the next person has to draw twice, and they're going to draw into that exploding kitten. Or I'm just going to skip so that the next person is going to be fine, but the person after them is going to draw into that exploding kitten. Um, like there, there are, and then you know, using cards that let you take from other people's hands. Like, hey, I know you got a defuse. I want your defuse, so I take that. Or like this person is out of cards except for one, so I'm just going to spend two of these uh, no tech cards to steal from them. 
Um, like there, there are a lot of good ideas in the game that I think would have been better, that I think could have been better implemented that I, I like. Um, yeah, so that's, 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 that's something I like. Now let's talk about stuff that we don't like about the game. Austin? Alright, so um, one of the things that I harp a lot of games on is how much control versus how much luck is involved. Game of skill, no luck involved. Yeah, this game is very luck-based. Um, so they say it's a game of deck manipulation, and there are five cards in a 56-card deck that lets you know what the top that, that lets you look at the at the next few cards. And without that information, like, oh, I can skip a turn. That I don't know if that helps me at all or if that messes me up. I don't know what that does. Yep. It's and then there's 20 cards that do nothing unless you have pairs of them. Yeah. And they're just sort of 20 like 20 out of 53. 56. Or 20 out of 56. Which is uh, roughly a third, just over a third of the cards, do nothing by themselves, and are at best a two-for-one. And it's, I can use these two cards to take one card from my opponent at random. And I can use three to try to go fish them, which if they don't have any, if they don't have the card you name, you just lost those three cards. So you three for nothing yourself. Yeah. It's and then there's other cards. And then also that only works. Also to note that only works if you've got identical pairs. Oh yeah, sorry. And there's five groupings and four of each. So, so if, if, every, got... if every if everyone has a taco cat, that everyone has a if, all, if four people have a taco cat, it's never going to get paired unless you use a favor on someone and get it from them that way. And so it's very easy It's very easy for, at any point in time, someone to have five no-text cards and none of them are the same no-text card. If you, if you have five no-text cards and none of them are the same, you can get one card out of the discard. No, because they have to have different icons in the corners. All the no-text cards come as the same type of card. Oh my goodness. So you can't even trade five no-text cards in for another card. Which, which is, by the way, how Katie lost. Um... I would like to tell that story. Yeah, no, she'll tell that story, but it, it, it bothered me. Also, just as another thing I didn't like, this is this game definitely has a very specific, very, very specific style it's going for, and that's not my style. So uh, the game didn't isn't what it promised to be. It's all luck-based. It, it, it's The gameplay is as little random as the style is. Yep. Holly? I agree a lot with Austin. Um, I, I was going to say the same thing on it being luck-based Yeah, a lot. Uh, I, I had the problem where I really couldn't do that much with my hand towards the end. And I had, like, a huge hand because I just kept drawing, drawing. Yeah. yeah, you had a bunch um, of shuffles. Yeah, I had – well, I had some shuffles, and then I had some, like – have the other players give you a card, but then I don't know what cards you're going to give me, and it might just be one of those useless ones that I already have, like, four of, and yeah. I don't need any more. Three of us had pretty bum hands. And then I and, lucked out. And, yeah. <laughs> and, like, some of the cards are cute, but some are really disturbing. Yeah. Like, it disturbs me to know that someone's mind would work that way. Nine. I buy things differently. Anything else? But, um, yeah, but I don't want a card that's like, hi, this is a cheetah bus. Yes, thank you. Thank you. It's just... Uh, 
it was just such a disappointment. Yeah. Because I, I got it as a Christmas gift, and it sounds like it should be fun. Yeah. Okay. It, it just wasn't. Uh, dislikes. I, I do agree. It sounds like it should be a fun game. I really did have high expectations for this game. That being said, I was the first person to get out. Because let me tell you how my first hand went. I had a diffuse card. I had a note card. I had, and then I had three, um, then I had three, uh, no text cards. But they were all different. They were, they were all different. Yeah, three different, uh, no text cards. And so by my second turn, you know, I had already done, you know, cause John, you know, I, I, I drew the, oh, and I had to see the, see the deck, uh, the top three cards of the deck. So you just, on my first turn, I used the top seat, see the three. Three. See the future. Yeah, yeah. that one. The, yeah, that one. And um, and then um, when I had to draw a card at the end, I already knew I was going to get an exploding cat. And so I'm like, oh, but I can diffuse that because I have, you know, a diffuse card. And so there went my, you know, and then there, so there went my seeing my uh, telling the future card and the uh, diffuse card. And so now I'm left with. <clears throat> A nope and um, three random no text cards that do not match one another. And um, so second turn, uh, John tried to hit me with um, an attack. With an attack, and I played my nope card, and then he yeah, skipped anyway. And then he skipped anyway, and then I drew another exploding cat. Yep. And that was it. Yep. I lasted two whole turns. The absolute minimum that you can go. The, yeah, because I lasted two whole turns because, you know, I I just, I had a bum hand. There was, there was nothing I could no, do. You, you can theoretically only go one turn. If you're last, if you're if you're after the first player and the first player uh, oh, has, yeah, steals your has three of a kind and steals your disarm and you draw the exploding kitten, one turn. True. But this, this anyway, my turn. <laughs> my turn. But I, so I mean, I didn't mind because I mean, somebody has to get out first. I mean, it just happens. It's like Oregon Trail. Somebody's got to die first, you know, because you're only gonna start out with like three fifths of the people you started with, presumably. But at that point, I just I kind of checked out. Honestly, like I watched, I was watching them play, but I also kind of checked out. I was looking at my phone, I was playing on my phone, I was looking at my son, you know, holding my son. You know, it's like I wasn't mad, but I just also wasn't involved. It's not an interesting game to watch either. No, it just it it isn't. And I thought, you know, it part of me, you know, I that's the first time I've heard the Russian roulette description when John read it. It's like. If it had been more like, you know, like War or more like Uno or more like Go Fish or any one of those games and stuck to one of those games, I think it could have been better. But it just kind of seemed like it tried to do too much. And kind of like, you know, yeah. used, uh, used up one of its, you know, more than one of its nine lives. Yep. So... so 
my first turn, I had a lot of, uh, I had, I had two skips and an attack card and then a catamount. Uh, I used my skip the first time because I figured why not? The objective is to not draw the exploding kit and I don't know where it's at. So skip, go around, attack, that gets, that gets denied, skip so I don't draw an exploding kitten, um, go around. Then I just played out the rest of my hand because I had drawn, I, I think I drew a second catamount on the third turn. So I played out the entirety of my hand except for the Diffuse card. Then Austin took my Diffuse card. So I had no cards in hand, which means all I can do is draw cards. I drew a Beard Cat. And, no, sorry, I drew a Rainbow Ralphing Cat, which is one of the no-text cards. Next turn, I drew another So I drew another card that I couldn't use. Next turn, I drew another card that I couldn't use. Next turn, I drew another card that I couldn't use. Um... Like, it's very, very easy. Because there are so many different cards that are so circumstantial, it's very easy to go four turns in a row not being able to do anything. It's also worth noting that you didn't draw a single See the Future card no. to actually look at the deck to know what you were doing, so it didn't yeah. matter what you drew. I didn't draw I didn't draw a single See the Future. I did get two shuffle cards throughout the course of the game that I used, because why not? Because I didn't have any I didn't have any way to combo them off with anything else, so I figured, why not? I'll just shuffle the deck. Um... And uh, there are certain entire swaths of the deck do not work without each other. Uh, if you don't draw a the future card, you can't make anything work. You can't make you can't plan around what's coming up next, uh, which means the shuffling doesn't matter to you. Uh, skipping is irrelevant most of the time. It's just making you lose cards that you could have otherwise gotten. And then the attack can't you can't target the attack. It's only whoever's next to you. So again, if if Austin had no disarms, and everybody else had disarms. Well, Austin's a prime target for the attack. But if he if his turn's before mine, I can't use it on him. Ever. Which, um, unless the other people that have disarms lose theirs and go out of the game. So, like, everything is dependent on everything else and the randomness factor. And then coupling that into, it's, a it's supposed to be a funny game, but it's only funny to a very niche set of people. It's 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 a very targeted sense of humor, and it doesn't care like and the humor doesn't carry the game. Even if I thought every aspect of this game was hilarious, it still does isn't enough to carry the game. Mechanically, it's still not good enough to justify that. So that's that's my biggest gripe at the end. Uh, we'll talk about materials for a bit. The cards are decently decent uh, quality cards. Tons of unique art throughout the whole thing. Um, the box is a nice box, except for a problem that Austin has. It's one of those random boxes that they inflate the amount of space in it to make it look like you're getting more than you're getting. Yeah. To justify the fact that it's a $20 game. Yeah, it's like a three-inch deep box that only needs an inch. It, 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 it's 56 cards. That's the size of a Hoyle deck. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's it, it 52 could have come, cards. It could have come in a pack of, except for the... Like, even the rules could have been in a pack of cards. Which, card pack. the rules are John's gripe. Yeah, so on the back of the rules it says, don't read the rules, go check out this how-to-play video. If you have a rule book, don't tell people to not read the rule book. If I, for instance, if I were to write a novel, I would not put on the back of the novel, don't read this novel, go watch this YouTube series I produced. Or go listen to the audiobook. Or go listen to the audiobook. I would never do that. That is instantly telling the people that you know you didn't write a good rulebook. 
That is what that that is what that implicitly says. Regardless of whether or not you did write a good rule book, saying don't read the rules, go watch a video is saying you didn't write a good rule book. Because it's it's saying, well, you know, not everybody get not everybody understands the game when they read our rule book, so we made a video so that they can learn that way. That's 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 just that's selling yourself short before the game's even begun. And trust me, the game's gonna sell you short. And if you and you can you can still make that that little video. That's fine. Yeah. Just put it down. Be like having trouble understanding. Watch some sample game. Exactly. That's that that would be a better place to put that than in bold letters on the front or back of the rulebook as the first thing you see when you open the box. But yeah, it could have been phrased a whole lot. Yeah. Better because I I'm not against you know because some people do need a visual demonstration and that's fine. But like the you're you're right. The way it was worded was just like. Why are you reading this stupid? Go watch a video. Yeah, it's it's like denigrating yeah. the it's denigrating the audience for reading the rulebook, which is stupid. And I, I'm assuming I'm assuming it was an attempt at being funny, like everything else that in this I game. didn't laugh at, like everything else in this game. <laughs> I laughed at two things in this game, and that was just on the concept alone. And, and one they, of them was were... Holly's reaction. Well, no, it was the crab walking with crabs. And and the uh, and the uh, engage the, the hyper goat. Those were the two things that I chuckled at. The only thing that I actually laughed at was Holly's reaction to mm-hmm. the cards I was playing. Um, but yeah, so it's a funny, it's a comedy game that's not funny. No, sorry, I'm watching. Uh, Gabriel's got Austin's glasses. Yeah, so just head He's trying to put them on. All right, uh, uh, I think that's... So yeah, final, final oh, opinions. Oh, oh, real quick, the game was 20 bucks. Yeah, the game was 20 bucks. Probably for, not worth it. No, for, for no, it. No, not 20 bucks for a deck of cards. Yeah. No, go buy even... a pack of Uno for five bucks. Yeah. You'll have more fun. Like, the cards, the artwork isn't even that great on it. It's not, it's not complicated artwork. It's no, not like no. artwork that you have to hire someone fancy for. No, I mean, it is a very particular style of artwork. It, no, it's a very specific style. But, but... It's, it's not... Like a, it's not a complex style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Um. Final opinions and review scores. Awesome. Oh my goodness, this game is bad. Um. I mean. Ah. Is this the D's all around game? No, this is an F. Really? Oh, the game wow. doesn't work. It doesn't do what it's supposed to do. The game is fundamentally flawed, and I don't want to play it, and I don't care if other people are. That's no, that's fair. <laughs> Holly. This game was just such a letdown. It was like a kitten exploded in my heart. <laughs> That's more than a letdown. That's potentially fatal. So um, I'm gonna give it a D. Okay. Katie, I, I gotta go with a D. It's not bad enough to give it an F, but it definitely gets a D. It it it, it certainly doesn't do what it set out to do. Like, it, it set out to make a card where you can manipulate the deck, and functionally you cannot manipulate the deck. You manip like, like, it, it is, it, it, the, the, the box is a lie. Yeah. The, the, and my child agrees. The box is actively a lie. The, the primary mechanic doesn't work. And he can't even read. Um, that being said, I know that there's an audience for this game. I know there's an audience for this game because it got kickstarted for two by two hundred and sixteen thousand people who hadn't played the game before. It's fair, but they, like there, yeah. there is an audience for this style of humor. There is an audience for this artwork. There is an audience for this game. We are not it. We're just not it, and I don't know who that audience is, but I know there's an audience for it somewhere. It's not 
unplayable. It's just not a game I want to play. So it gets a D minus. Like I, I, I can't justify I can't justify getting this game an F because I know there are people that would want to play it as it is with no adjustments. I mean, there are also people who want to play Russian Roulette. So it's, I mean, it's true. It's true. Russian Roulette gets a D minus. No. Uh, <laughs> that one will be next week, right? Yeah, next next week we'll Russian Roulette. Uh, I'm gonna with, have to with say the children no. too, right? No, no. It's only one bullet. No. <laughs> I say play it with a Nerf gun. I'm not a get. No, that's different. That's not fatal. <laughs> anyway. Or it's just like, you know, or... For, oh, here's a version of Russian roulette. You know, hide a Lego in somebody's shoe. <laughs> whoever gets oh, it. Oh, oh that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> so, this was this was Exploding Kittens. Overall... Eh. <laughs> yeah, the Exploding Did Kittens you just game explode crashed and burned. I feel like this is the worst game we've played on the show. I don't know, man. We played original D&D. No. 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 We played 4th edition D&D. We also played 4th edition D&D, which we actually no. gave up on. Oh, that, oh no. 4th D&D was much I gave that lower worse. than an F. Much 4th D&D got like three Fs. I didn't die this time, like on the inside. Uh, I mean, I did a little, but not completely, like the so other So yeah, this has been Exploding Kittens. We've been Final Show Films. Uh, <laughs> we produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out our website at FinalShowFilms.com. You can also check us out our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash FSFilms. Uh, if you'd like to support us financially, you can do so on the Patreon page on a monthly donation. We appreciate all of our patrons, especially for our supporters, Chris Comfort and Tonic. And uh, because we just recently hit the $100, uh, the $100 uh, um, uh, goal on Patreon, uh, that means you could possibly be listening to this on its very own feed. Yes, Woo-hoo. we have separated out the feeds for all of our podcasts. We still have the aggregate feed. It's available at sinsaki.podbean.com, but all of the new feeds have their own links and their own places and will have their own special place in your heart and potentially in your wallet if you go donate on the Patreon page. So uh, thanks th- thanks for that. Our next goal on Patreon is $500 a month, which will be basically making sure that our audio editor does not starve and neither does his daughter. So... Go give us some money, and they won't starve. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so we will see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.